0: us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement
1: Elevated. You're with us once again for another great edition of Your Retirement Elevated, the podcast that's going to help you learn a little bit more about a retirement and your financial life. We're talking with, as always, Scott Dugan, co-founder and managing partner of Elevated Retirement Group. I'm Walter Storholt. Scott, ready for another great show today? I am. I'm excited about today's show. Yeah, because this is going to be one of those fun ones where we peel back the curtain a little bit and get a peek into your mind, Scott, into into what the conversations could, you're having and the kind of the research you're doing behind the scenes. This is kind of cool. I'm excited for today.
0: Could be scary as well. We'll <laughs> see how, how it turns out.
1: Well, it's scary to start with because we're talking politics. And if, if somebody saw the headline of our episode today and then clicked play, they saw kind of an odd headline, maybe a little bit more different than our usual ones, where it's like, You know, are you prepared for rising taxes or tax-saving strategies or the important ages of retirement planning? Instead, we went with, this is it. This is the end of everything as our show name today. Where are we going with this? (laughs) Well, that little uh, little zinger
0: uh, was a quote from a gentleman named H. L. Mencken, and he was the sage of Baltimore, and that was on the morning of November 3rd, 1948, with him reacting to the election of Harry Truman.
1: <laughs> you could probably copy and paste that into uh, the last couple of elections here more recently as well, I, w- I would imagine. Those, that yeah. same reaction, no matter who gets elected, probably is uttered every time, right?
0: Yes, that's so true. So true. And the record will show uh, that the commentator cited, you know, that above, this is it, this is the end of everything. He wasn't quite so sage that November morning, because what transpired after that, uh, and I'll share the details with you. So at that point, you know, Truman defeated Dewey, the greatest upset in the history of American politics, bar none. And he said, this is the end of everything. Uh, But in fact... If you had have taken those words from the sage of Baltimore and said, I'm going to make decisions about my portfolio based on these political reactions, you would have missed about a 50% upswing between election day 1948 and the day President Eisenhower was inaugurated in January 1952. Wow. Pretty good return over four years. Huh? Yeah, not, not too bad. And we've got to also, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to history. But those are four tumultuous years between 48 and 52 during which the Soviet Union got the atomic bomb, number one. America lurched into a land war in Korea, and our country at that time was torn apart by investigations into communist subversion. And the broad equity markets went up by about half (laughs) amongst all those things going on. You're right. There was a lot going on during that four (laughs) years. It it, it was. (laughs) We think a lot's going on today, which, yeah, there is. I think we're just more in tune and it's delivered quicker to us today. But there was a lot going on at that period of time. And so I, I just kind of want this to be a lesson that we don't want to start making investment policies out of your personal dread or revulsion at a political outcome you don't like. All kinds of very bad things can start happening to you. And if you don't take my word for it, I'll call the witness stand Warren Buffett, uh, one of the greatest equity investors who ever lived in this podcast. There's a link to a video. If you want to watch the first about 33 seconds or so, he talks about his history and some of the stories he was told by his Father in law before he got married, and just what's transpired. And it, it's pretty telling uh, when he walks through, and he said he's been through, you know, quite a few presidential elections. And so I think it's pretty, he's actually has some sage advice in there, unlike H.L. Mencken. He, so he's, if you think, he would
1: be the sage of Omaha, right?
0: It, he is the sage of Omaha. <laughs> the Oracle, the Oracle. No, oh, that's true. He Obama. kind of already has yeah. that moniker. Yeah. He does. He's got an upgraded version. That's
1: right. <laughs> I, I'd say Oracle's better than. The oracle sounds more uh, stately than just the sage, right?
0: Yeah. Oracle means, I think of high atop a mountain, right. which is yes. ironic
1: in, in Omaha, Nebraska. It is, uh, but appropriate for the retirement elevated podcast. So. Very true. Touche.
0: So if you think about it, we're about a year out <laughs> right before a highly charged presidential election. And it does not seem to me a moment too soon to raise this issue. So as an advisor, as a person to help you bring sanity into your decision-making process, I would urge you to take all the time you need now before it's too late, to fully indulge your if so and so gets elected or reelected the world we're in and or i'm moving to canada emotions um because yeah, we, we
1: did that last time let's not go through all that all those shenanigans again right yeah i am and and did, i know did anyone actually get, move to canada by the way i don't and why is it always canada why is it not
0: mexico Right. Yeah. You think the weather's better in in Mexico than most of time. I I don't know. And so, and I'm not being political here. I'm just saying that if you look at reality and history over time, number one, that there does not seem to be any meaningful correlation between the economy and the person of the president. And a lot of people don't want to think that. But if you think about it, gently point out the subprime mortgage bubble. It inflated over several years. Remember that 08-09 situation? Sure. It was yeah. rough. It wasn't it wasn't immediate, really, right? No, it inflated over several years and then burst into a global financial conflagration. And that was during the two-term presidency of a strongly free market Republican. And immediately after that, the economy entered a long period of slow but steady recovery, and the equity markets fairly soared. And that was during a two-term Basically, incumbency of a strongly progressive Democrat. So if you made investment policies out of the stated economic financial proclivities of the two presidents during those 16 years, you essentially got skunked twice. <laughs> uh, so that's number one. And again, not being political on it. You just look at the history. There's been good markets and bad markets in both Republican and Democratic controlled presidencies. And number two. No president, indeed, no government can force a business, let alone five hundred very large public companies, to lose money for any length of time. And so, if you think about, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Well, if you think about companies, if they're faced with taxation, regulations, tariffs, or whatever, a rationally managed enterprise will simply stop doing whatever the president or government has taken in mind to punish, and it's going to take care of that capital it's going to wait for the electorate to tire of the current regime and reemerge when the political storm blows itself out. Uh, This is just a matter of logic. So given the bitterly divided partisan policies of the moment, and the sometimes bizarre policy pronouncements emanating from both ends of the political spectrum, it seems to me that high quality corporate equities seem to me the last bastion of long-term rationality in the world, which reality is rapidly leaking from that. So again, I'm not forecasting, I'm not prognosticating. Uh, I just want to say that companies, equities, when you're becoming an equity investor, those companies are going to make as many changes or decisions as possible to keep that company on track. doesn't mean they're going to skyrocket every year. The moral of the story is over time, the markets continue to grow and expand. They grow, they contract. It's natural. We've been on a growth pattern since 2009. It's a very long bull market with a few blips uh, here and there. No one has a crystal ball to say, is there going to be a market correction? I can tell you there will be. I just can't tell you when it's going to be or what magnitude it will be. And so with that being said, we just need to make sure that when we have a plan, a good retirement financial plan, that we have our ducks in a row and we have assets allocated into things that we can dip into for an emergency. We can dip into instruments that are guaranteed or protected when the markets are down. That when the markets are doing really well, we want to have a basket of equities to dip into and pay for those extra trips, spend time with grandkids, pay for college, things like that. It's all about having a smart place to take money from when times are good and when times are bad. And that's what a good plan does. No matter who the president is, what laws are being enacted, what's happening in the economy, because things are going to happen. It's our job to make sure that you make rational, logical decisions. And when you call and you need money, we will have a smart place to take that money from that's what i want you to take away from our podcast today not all the political stuff uh, which is fun and interesting but just make sure that you don't have all your eggs in one basket and you've got contingency plans for what is inevitably going to happen in the world you know when life throws us a curveball we just need a place to go to get those funds so you can continue to live your lifestyle and sleep well
1: at night It's always important to remember for us as kind of hosts of the show, our audience, and also always important for you as a consumer to remember the people delivering you the information, who their intended audience may be. And if you're a day trader, Scott, listening to this podcast, you're probably disagreeing with a lot of what you have to say. The ups and downs and the whim, political whims make a difference in the real short term. So that would have a big impact on me. But our audience is those who are approaching retirement, maybe even already retired, kind of in that end of their working life, at the very least, state of mind. And so it's they need to kind of view this whole conversation through a whole different lens. I think that's always important to kind of remember the differences there. And, and everything you're seeing in the news and in the media isn't tailored to you like it is on this podcast as an example. And so that's just important. Remember when there's that sky is falling kind of conversation and advice being thrown around and given in the media, that it doesn't necessarily mean that it's meant for everybody and that everybody should go follow it right then and there.
0: You're absolutely right. In today's world, when you retire, that could mean one, two, three or four decades of permanent unemployment. And, if you have an income gap, meaning if you have social security and or a pension and that's not enough money to make your world go around on a monthly basis, that means you've got a gap. Like most people listening to this, you have a gap in which you've got to supply capital or income from somewhere. And it could be, you have a part-time job that fills that income gap. You've got rental property that pays you rent that fills that gap for most of us. We're going to have to fill that gap by taking money from our retirement savings. And when I talk about having a smart place to take money from, it's simply making sure that all those dollars that you save for retirement are put into the right types of instruments that will let you get money out when it's the sky is falling, lets you get money out when things are going really, really well, lets you get money out when things are going volatile or sideways or ho-hum. We always want a smart place to take money out, no matter what's happening in the economy.
1: It's a great point, Scott, and uh, one that we will remember going forward from today's episode fun to look behind the curtain and uh, learn from one of the best as we always do from Warren Buffett and uh, when the sky is falling don't follow the herd in that mentality don't let that totally upend your great financial plan if you've got one in place you have no need to worry about some of these stressors we've been through them many times before and we will continue to go through them seems to be my takeaway for this episode so don't panic and let that you know cause you to make irrational financial decisions. Very important. Very helpful as well, Scott, to uh, get that information from you today. And if you want to talk with Scott a little bit more about your own financial plan, maybe you are worried a little bit about what a market downturn would do to your portfolio. Have you not properly prepared for that? Uh, you have other financial concerns you'd like to address? Scott's always there for you at 913-393-4724. That's 913-393-4724 and also always online at listentoscott.com. That's listentoscott.com. That's where you can find the show notes for each episode where we'll put the links to various articles or uh, in today's case, we'll link to that Warren Buffett video as well. If you want to go check that out that we were talking about here on the show, uh, go listen to what Warren had to say and uh, get more detail there. All at listentoscott.com and of course on all your favorite podcasting apps as well. Scott, thanks for the help, and we'll look forward to another great show with you next time. Sounds great, Walter. Take care. Talk to you soon. That's Scott Dugan. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon, right back here on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.